You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. Super excited to have you here with us today. As on today's show, we will talk to you about the new athletic director for Duke Athletics named earlier today. We'll also recap last night's baseball victory for Duke over Davidson. And we've got more of the Locked On ACC with 2021 Duke football expectations. We'll play a little bit more of that conversation from last week. A great show that was. If you're new to the podcast, my name is JJ Jackson. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore and follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Be sure you follow Locked On Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcasts as you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each day. Please go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and review. On most Fridays, we love to give five-star Friday shout-outs to the reviews that we've gotten on the Apple Podcast app. Type out a review. It's going to ask for a nickname. Give us a fun nickname. Click on five stars, hit submit, and we'll be sure to give you some love on our podcast. And we're grateful for all the reviews that we've gotten so far of this podcast. I'm so thrilled to be a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Again, diving into today's show, Duke has a new athletic director, Nina King will be the next vice president and director of athletics at Duke University, President Vincent Price announced on Wednesday. That's today. King is currently Duke's senior deputy director of athletics for administration and legal affairs and chief of staff. She will succeed Kevin White, who is retiring after 13 years in the post on September 1st. Quote, I am thrilled that Nina will be our vice president and director of athletics, said Price. In her time at Duke, Nina has demonstrated extraordinary leadership, earning the esteem of our coaches, student-athletes, athletic staff and colleagues in athletic departments across the country. Nina is recognized as a committed advocate for inclusive excellence in collegiate athletics, and she has represented Duke on committees of the NCAA, ACC, and many other national organizations. I can imagine no better person to carry on Kevin White's exceptional record at Duke. End quote. Nina King with a quote here as well. Again, she will be the new Duke Athletic Director beginning on September 1st. Quote, first, I'm extremely grateful to President Price for providing me with this incredible opportunity to lead the very best athletics department in the country. Additionally, I'd like to express my sincere appreciation to Rick Wagoner, Valerie Ashby, and the search committee for their belief in me and generous support. I am deeply committed to continuing the strong tradition of academic and athletic excellence at our world-class institution. My priority will be to ensure that the experience is truly elite for our student-athletes, coaches, staff, and the entire Duke family. This is a tremendous honor, and I hope to look forward to ushering Duke Athletics into the next chapter. End quote. Among Power 5 institutions, this is pretty cool, Nina King joins Vanderbilt's Candace Story Lee and Virginia's Carla Williams as black female director of athletics. She is the first woman to hold the position at Duke. In her 13 years on Duke staff, Nina King has served as the chief operating officer for Duke Athletics with direct responsibility for human resources, recreation and physical education, legal and regulatory affairs, as well as strategic planning and special projects. She also oversees Duke's women's basketball and football programs. In addition, King teaches a sports business course in Duke's Fuqua School of Business as part of Duke's MBA program alongside Dr. White. She also championed the creation and launch 
of the Rubenstein Bing ACE program, a collaboration between Stanford and Duke for global civic engagement for student athletes from both athletics departments. In February of 2018, King was named to the Sports Business Journal 40 Under 40 Class of 2018. The annual list honors 40 executives for excellence and innovation in their respective careers, all before the age of 40. Later that year, she was tapped into the Leaders Under 40 Class of 2018, honoring sports business executives from around the world. In 2019, Sports Business Journal named King among the leading power players in college sports, while Adidas selected her to the Next Up class of 2016, which recognized senior-level administrators ready to take the next step as athletic directors. King has one year remaining as a member of the NCAA Division I Women's Basketball Committee after serving as chair in 2020-2021. The 10-person group's charge, among many duties, is the selection, seating, and bracketing for the annual NCAA Women's Basketball championship. She also serves on several ACC and Duke University committees, as well as previously being a member of the NCAA Committee of Institutional Performance. She received her bachelor's degree in accountancy from the University of Notre Dame, where she also participated as a student manager and eventually as the head manager for the women's swimming and diving programs and her Juris Doctor degree from Tulane Law School. She served internships in the Notre Dame Athletics Department, NCAA, and Nike Incorporated. King and her husband, Rick, are the parents of Connor Steven and Austin Casey. So that's really cool. Brief rundown of Nina King, the newest athletic director for Duke, the first woman to ever hold the title. James Dehart was the first AD at Duke from 1926 until 1930. Wallace Wade was the athletic director from 1931 to 1942 and also in 1946. Eddie Cameron from 1942 to 1972, 30-year run as athletic director. Carl James from 1972 to 1976. Tom Butters from 1976 to 1998. He hired Duke men's basketball head coach Mike Krzyzewski. Joe Oliva from 1998 till 2008. And Kevin White from 2008 until 2021. Here's kind of what they're saying about Nina King. First, from Kevin White, the current athletic director, quote, This is a truly magical moment within the life of Duke Athletics. Nina King is indeed the absolute perfect choice to lead the story program. Nina unequivocally possesses all the intellectual and relationship skills, coupled with inordinate subject knowledge, which in my humble view represents a very serious leadership upgrade. To be sure, I cannot possibly be more excited for both Duke University and the amazing King family. End quote. Another one, here is Duke Headman's basketball coach Mike Krzyzewski, quote, This hire is an important step for the continuity of the understanding culture that exists within Duke Athletics. Serving as one of Kevin White's most trusted advisors for his entire time at Duke, Nina King has served our university well in whatever roles have been assigned to her. She has represented the Duke Department of Athletics with distinction both internally and externally, including many roles on the national stage. That national presence is important in our school's leadership position in an ever-changing college sports environment. Personally, I have enjoyed working with Nina and look forward to working with her even more in the future. End quote. And then finally, a quote from the Duke head football coach, David Cutcliffe, quote, I am thrilled for Nina and her family. She has prepared for this opportunity her entire professional life, learning from the best of all time in Dr. White. Nina understands what it takes to build a great program on the coaching and playing side of athletics while possessing the unique ability to sit at the business, academic, and legal tables comfortably. Without question, Nina will champion the core mission of Duke University while lifting the student-athletes to a new level of excellence. Duke football is excited to move forward, end quote. 
Those were some quotes from Kevin White, Mike Krzyzewski, and David Cutcliffe. Nina King is the new athletic director for Duke University, and in my opinion, she's got a big job up ahead because she will likely be the athletic director when Duke sees major changes in Mike Krzyzewski stepping away from the head coach of the men's basketball program, whenever that may be, here in a few years or so. And David Cutcliffe as well. He's done a great job leading the Duke football program. So those are two big hires right out of the gates that Nina King will have to handle at some point. I'm excited to see what she does with that position. I'm sure Mike Krzyzewski will have a bit of a hand in naming his successor, you would think, given what he's meant to Duke Athletics over the 40-plus years that he served there. But uh, there it is. The first woman athletic director is Nina King, the school announced early today. Coming up in just a moment, speaking about athletics, let's talk about the Duke baseball victory over Davidson from last night. That's next on the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. It is the best tasting protein bar ever. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they taste so good. Six new flavors, cookies and cream, lemon almond cheesecake, apple almond crisp, just to name a few. There are 18 total flavors. So delicious. Built Bars are healthy. Great for the health conscious guy. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for that keto diet. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Welcome back into the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. My name is J.J. Jackson. We'll talk about Duke baseball as they scored 13 runs in the fifth inning last night to surge past Davidson 18-2, a blowout. Duke matched its season high with six doubles on the night and had 18 runs. That was a season high. It was a seven-inning run-rule game on Tuesday afternoon at Wilson Field in Davidson, North Carolina. Duke is now 25-20 and 20 on the year, and they trailed after the second inning but used a five-run third frame and a 13-run fifth to separate itself from the Wildcats and score a season-high 18 runs. Graduate student Erickson Nichols recorded four hits for the second time this season, finishing four of five with two RBIs. Chris Crabtree totaled five RBIs on a two-for-four performance. Sophomore Billy Seidel started on the mound for Duke, earning the win as he allowed one run on one hit and two innings of work. He also struck out two while on the bump. Duke trailed early as Davidson, now 24-23 and 23 on the year, broke open the scoring in the second inning to take a 1-0 lead. The Blue Devils responded well, tallying five runs in the next frame. Four hits highlighted by a two-run RBI single by Crabtree with the bases loaded. Two walks and a hit-by-pitch allowed the Blue Devils to score. Freshman Nick Conti and Adam Boucher closed the game for Duke, both throwing scoreless frames. Conti struck out the side in the sixth before Boucher tallied a punch out in the seventh. Again, a run rule victory for Duke in seven innings. Duke continues its final week of the regular season with the Clemson Tigers as the Blue Devils and Tigers are set for a three-game ACC series Thursday to Saturday at Doug Kingsmore Stadium. Let's take a listen to Chris Pollard, the Duke baseball head coach with Chris Edwards after last night's win. Duke over Davidson today, 18-2 with the head coach of the Blue Devils, Chris Pollard. Coach, the one big inning by your offense, but it was nice to see your team stringing consistent at-bats together. Yeah, you know, I mean, credit Davidson. We had a chance to put more on the board, and they made some pitches with two outs, but, you know, I thought we had some great two-out, two-strike at-bats there in the third, Uh, and then again, when we strung together the big inning in the fifth. 
No, I really like the way we're playing right now. I just told him in our post game, I said, you guys have figured out how to, wait to play your very best baseball when it matters the most. From a pitching standpoint today, you got a lot of guys in yeah. the ball game. Yeah. Nobody really overextended. Probably yeah. mission accomplished, I imagine. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I selfishly would rather have that game go nine, yeah. get a few more guys in there, get a couple more guys some work. Uh, you know, if, he, if you knew it was going to play out like that at the beginning, you just go 1-1-1 one, one, one the whole way. Uh, but you don't know that when you start the ball game. Uh, but I, I think every, every, mission accomplished in terms of making sure everybody can still come back on Thursday, um, but still getting some good quality work in. All right, Coach Goodwin, we'll see you Thursday at Clemson. Sounds great. That's the head coach of the Blue Devils, Chris Pollard on Blue Devil Network. Tremendous stuff there from Chris Pollard. They're super excited to be closing out the season this weekend versus Clemson. They've already got their spot in the ACC Championship. 12 teams will make it. They'll have pool play before going into the single elimination tournament. So I'm excited to see what Duke baseball looks like as they gear up postseason and try to make a big run here. Again, this was a preseason top 25 team. Very talented Duke baseball team on a winning streak now. They're starting to feel the mojo a little bit, and it's certainly fun to watch this Duke baseball team play right now. Again, happy to hear Duke baseball head coach Chris Pollard talking with Chris Edwards after last night's victory on the Blue Devil Network. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we close out today's Locked On Blue Devils podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's show was brought to you by Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. If you use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, promo code LOCKEDON at betonline.ag on the website or mobile device when you sign up today, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Final segment here today on the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. I want you to have the opportunity to listen to our good friends Candace Cooper, the host of the Locked On ACC show, and Tyler Aki, the host of Locked On Syracuse and a co-host on Locked On ACC. They talked about Duke football getting ready for 2021 season when they were talking about the Coastal Division. We told you what they said about last year's 2020 team. Now let's listen to their expectations for Duke football in 2021. I'll be able to talk about those things over the next couple of weeks. Looking forward to having that opportunity. Without further ado, let's listen to this conversation about Duke football. Now we're talking about Duke football program who had an unusually horrible 2020 season and there are some tough matchups. The Coastal is not an easy division to try and get through. We all know on any given day, you know, a Coastal team could just figure out, oh, hey, I might even be on Clemson's level, right? So you just never know what you're going to get with the Coastal. But Duke is trying to figure out who they are as a team. And I think Coach Cut is on the retirement watch. I don't think he's on the hot seat. I definitely think he's on the retirement it might be time, like maybe I could just sit back and advise a team versus having to, you know, be in the trenches every single day. What are your thoughts, Tyler? It's, yeah, it'll be an interesting situation with him. He also seems like one of those dudes who just loves football. Yeah. And it's almost like Coach K where, all right, when is he going to retire? But I look at Cud as a guy who I think, like if I'm if I'm a parent of a, of a high level, especially at the quarterback position, of a high level quarterback recruit, Coach Cut's a guy who's got the pedigree. He's got the the track record of helping develop pros. And that's a guy who, if I'm if I'm the parent of a high-level quarterback recruit, I'd love for my 
son to go play for Coach Cut. And I mean, one of my favorite stats, I think it was up until this season, he had never had a player transfer out of his program. Never. Which is a mark that's obviously going to be shattered because of the the new transfer portal rules and all that stuff. But when you look at that, that shows a guy who's got his ducks in a row. He's got his culture in order. And it seems like a a stand-up dude to go play football for. Yeah, absolutely. And I will say Coach Cut's probably one of my favorite coaches in the ACC. From covering Duke and Carolina and other triangle schools, he has the best stories, right? You can literally just sit and listen to him talk, and you're just engulfed in everything that he says. And I love Mac Brown and his story. He'll talk all day as well. Like those press conferences, I'm like, all right, wrap it up. No, okay, cool. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) stories all day but coach cut he definitely has some wisdom I remember him talking about you know coach or Daniel Jones and how he was you know talking with Eli about his transition he just has the pedigree and he has the rapport with so many greats in the league and that's good right we love that however we want to get wins on the board and I think that's also something like when you come to Duke yes you know you're going to get a good education right at the end of the day a Duke degree is going to carry you far but We also want some guys who are going to give us more than just one to two wins, two to three, five at best. We want to go to some bowl games, right? We want to get back to that caliber of what Duke is. And they're starting out on a good note, right? They just signed safety Dominique Long, and they also had Van Lynn Jones, who is going to be coming and helping at that struggling offensive line. And I think those are great, two great additions to start your 2020 season off, right? And I know that this year should be as more normal than we've had we've seen in the past year and a half right i think that's something to see progress when you see people wanting to come to do despite the horrible season no doubt and i'm glad you brought up the offensive line there because they returned three starters to that unit and even though the offensive line was not good a season ago one of the important things with developing an offensive line is just continuity health and and chemistry and getting those guys to blend together. And when you return three guys and you also bring in a little bit of talent on top of that as well, that ultimately helps build a strong offensive line, especially in this conference. You see a lot of these upper level and top tier offensive lines, they're guided by experience. And when you bring back three starters, even if they weren't good a season ago, you let them blend together, you let them mesh, you let them gain that chemistry in the off season and what should be uh probably pretty normal off season. I would say 90 to 95% of normalcy will probably return to the off season. That's going to help this team. That's going to help the run game. It's going to help integrate a new quarterback as well. All of that stuff is going to be so important for what Duke wants to do and get them back to the offensive success. Because if their offense is having success, that'll take a lot of pressure off of the defense as well. Absolutely. And a good conversation topic that generally I just want to ask you, right? A lot of conversation that I'm having and going to have throughout the week is about the quarterback position and how important that is for a college program, right? A lot of things start with a good Mm -hmm. quarterback, but you're mentioning the offensive line and I'm saying guys in the trenches have to give those quarterbacks and those star players space. What would you say offensively is the most important or maybe, you know, there can be several items to making a good offense work. So in the case of Duke, I think it's actually one leads to the other. I want to see Mateo Durant take that next step because I think when you bring in a new quarterback in Gunnar 
Holmberg, who's taking over for Chase Bryce. And, and listen, I expect Gunnar Holmberg to be better than what Chase Bryce was just because of Cut's track record, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, the, the Chase Bryce experience seems like it is the outlier <laughs> of this entire equation here. <laughs> anyway, but to get to my original point, mm-hmm. if Mateo Durant as a running back can take some of the pressure off of Gunnar Holmberg, I think that's going to really help this Duke offense go. Now, the defense is also losing a lot of pieces. You're you're actually losing a lot of starters in general. Six starters on offense, five on defense. But when you, if you can take some pressure off of a young quarterback by having a supplemental run game, that's going to work wonders, I think, for this Duke team. And it's going to be, can they find that perfect balance offensively between Durant and a, a new quarterback under center for this team? A hundred percent. And maybe Holmberg will be a fresh energy and fresh start to this offense. And also, you know, just, just to note, because, you know, I like having fun on this show. It's pretty dope that uh, Gavin Spurrier <laughs> is also a reserve quarterbacks, a grandson of Steve Spurrier. And he just happens to be the former head coach at Duke. So, you know, they keep it all in the family there. I just, you know, that was a complete aside that I figured, why not let everybody <laughs> be here? Because I think, I think that's fun, right? You might as well just say, oh, yeah, my grandpa. Like I'm pretty sure Coach K has his grandson playing on the team as well. Yeah, he does. <laughs> That's right. He's a, he's a walk-on over at Duke. Tremendous stuff as always. If you want to listen to that entire show, search Locked On ACC wherever you get your podcast. Also at Locked On ACC on Twitter. I join Candace every single Tuesday to talk about various things going around and on in the Atlantic Coast Conference. That's going to do it for today's show. Fun to let you know about Duke's new athletic director, Nina King. Also, we were able to talk about Duke baseball and Duke football on today's program. Coming up tomorrow and Friday, a two-part series with Zion Olajete, Duke NBA on Twitter. We'll talk about the Blue Devils getting ready for the NBA playoffs on tomorrow's show and Friday's show as well. As always, if you want to reach out to us, feel free to do so on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils and follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Be sure to follow Locked On Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcast. Also check out Locked On Today. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.